Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. So exciting, so exciting. Ranch Nation on at 3 o'clock today. Hello, Frank. Hello, you people stuck in traffic. We're with you. 3 p.m. That is right. We moved it up an hour. A lot of people who drive home at this time of the day probably have no clue what we're about to do. Well, we've been doing the show, you guys. This is your community for car talk, car culture. We bring it. And, and really bring down, just think of a comfy, cozy little lounger. Come and relax with us. Your and, car check engine light may be on. And we always encourage you guys to call, too, at 480-655-8870. If you have any issues with your car, if you're driving down the road and your car makes a clunkety, clunkety, clunk, all right, we want to hear from you. We want to see if we can help you diagnose what that is. Maybe something didn't just, you know, it, it starts to shimmy shake. It shimmy shakes. You got a little mock- Macarena. Macarena action on the freeway. You guys the know. Shuffle. That's it. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you know, we bring that up every Sunday. Welcome oh, back. Right. Uh, we've got a new two hour format. Yeah. You've spoken large and loud and said, bring us two hours and we are here for you. We've had a lot of people ask us, when's the two hours coming? When's two hours coming? It's coming today. Yeah, and so we just welcome you guys back. You know, not a whole lot of pomp and circumstance from this show. We're not trying to be uh, the, the perfect car care show. We, we know that uh, a lot of you listening can get a little frustrated. There's so much noise out there. This is just your home. We bring you a fabulous guest. And I got to say, we got a guest on the show today. Who's our guest on the show Later today? Later on in hour two, people, you guys hold on. You know, this time of year uh, is a car auction. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking some of the biggest, the, the baddest. But we've got Drew Alcazar from Russo and Steel. Oh, wow. He's going to join us later. And uh, we're going to dive into some of the wonderful rides that they've got and something a I little. Better get out the checkbook, Frank. Something a little different, and in all I got seventy-five bucks. I hope I can get something. Well, I tell you, it is a show for everybody. Uh, it is a car auction, car show for the enthusiast, and and we're glad to have you guys back on here. Uh, Three o'clock. You can call us 480-655-8870. There we go. Look or at. You we can had a text, break. or you can text us any question anytime. Four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. So even if you're if you're gonna sell your car and you want you know you want that uh, that opinion on how to get the most money out of it, or you're wondering if you're buying a car and you might want to ask some questions about the car you're buying, we're here for all of that. Four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. Yeah, so much happening in the garage, guys. I got to tell you, you know you you just don't see rust in Arizona. And I'm gonna, I saw the video you made last well, night. Very very. I, I kind of teased out on the personal profile, yeah. uh, but I've got. For our Wrench Nation folks over on Facebook, I'm going to post that up tomorrow. We had a situation. You know, mechanics can get a little silly and crazy out here in Arizona when yeah. we see rust. We we got to take medicine. We have no idea what to do with these situations. But we've been getting a few cars, Steve, with rust. Really? And You don't see that a lot around Arizona, and that's why Arizona cars, like older cars that have been sitting around for a while, are so popular on the on the market. Now, when people want to restore them because you go back east, you got rust everywhere. You do, and that's a prime market here. Yep. We know this, but for poor little mechanics working in the bays, you 
Oh, my goodness. Out here in Arizona, we don't want to see that. So uh, look for that on our Ranch Nation Facebook. Um, that'll be posted up. We'll put that video up. I mean, uh, being from, you know, the Midwest. I have seen some cars rust all the way through. Well, what do you do? Have you Everywhere. been in a ride? What do you do if you get in a yeah. friend's car? Yeah. And you have no clue. And the you, floor is rusted and, through. And you're sitting there like uh-huh. you do in your car. You borrowed his car. Right. And there's a hole. Right. And it's sitting on the floorboard. <laughs> and you're watching the freeway go by. And when you're trying to put your foot on the clutch, you're actually sticking it through the floor. I don't know. If it's you, happened. I've seen it. If you've had an experience, some of you driving and you've got a car. Uh, Aunt Louise lives up in Oregon, and she said, we're going to give you this car. They yeah. ship the car down, sure. they drive it down, whatnot, and you get in it. Yeah. Have you had your fair share of a rusted vehicle? We'd love to hear your story. Uh, you call in 480-655-8870. And uh, just a lot going on in the garage. We had an awesome time. Big shout-outs to uh, Cops of Arizona. Uh, those are the concerns of Police Survivors Arizona. Uh, we presented the uh, police chief out there in Chandler. Uh, okay. You know, all our departments. And yesterday here. was law enforcement appreciation. It day. was appreciation yep. day, and every year, so we got together. So, uh, you listening, check out Cops Arizona. Hit them up on their Facebook because uh, they're they're survivors of you know past police officers sure. and law enforcement that have uh, paid that price, oh, that unfortunate price. So, uh, I think we got a little news we got to cover. All right, uh, there, there's a whole lot of situations going on right now. And oh my goodness, do we got some news for you guys. It is, uh, well, we start with the local uh, news for you. That was the wrong button. I meant to hit the <laughs> up button. All right, we'll stop that one. Um, there was a report, ABC 15. Okay. Very reputable news station here. Sure, absolutely. And I couldn't believe this when I heard this, Steve. We hear about thieves stealing things from your car. Maybe you left your cell phone out. I've had some stuff stolen over the years. Maybe they went in your Not glove recently, box. recently, thank goodness, but in the old days. Maybe they stole a radio. We don't hear a lot of radios stolen lately. Stereos used to get stolen a lot, yeah. But oh my goodness, did ABC 15 cover something that was just, I've made my eyeballs. They're, these people are stealing batteries. The batteries? The battery of your ride, your vehicle. That is like right now. I mean, don't you have to get inside in order to eject the hood and then the hood... Can you can you get the hood open? Well, a thief, if he's going to get in your ride, yeah, he's going to get in. He's going to get in, right? Now take, you take a, take a crowbar and just get it right through. You may be asking yourself as you're listening to this maniacal news type of situation, yeah, why the heck would they steal my battery? Well, well maybe uh, the battery's dead, Frank. No, oh. it's never dead. It could be <laughs> dead. And we're going to get to the show topic in a minute after the news. We are talking right. batteries later on. Um, we're talking about the lithium. And the sulfuric acid okay. used to make meth. Are you kidding I me? I am not kidding you, man. Wow. I Go mean, on. I already can't buy allergy medicine because they think I'm running a meth lab. So I guess Drano wasn't good enough because they were using Drano. But now, so listen, if, if you, obviously we all quietly have That's our batteries crazy. working. Um, I will remind you. If you got a flippity floppity battery in your engine bay, just think about that. Some people smoke <laughs> stuff that comes out of your car battery. <laughs> it's it'll crazy. burn your skin. I don't know. I, I don't know what I, I, yeah. these people are nuts, man. Yeah. But they're they're cutting what they're doing, Steve. They're taking Not that good. sulfuric acid. Not good. And lithium. So do yourself a favor. Take a moment this weekend. Uh, if the weather in your part of the country isn't too crazy. I doubt it because it's all crazy except here in Arizona. 
Uh, take a moment and make sure your battery's secure. Let's just call that to attention. Yep. Um, a, if your battery is flippity floppity around and it's not secure, it's just not healthy for the operation of your vehicle. And B, if it is secure, now I'm not saying you put padlocks on your battery, <laughs> but make sure the people battery. Do, I've seen people do that. Yeah. Yeah. That battery it, was locked. Well, the case that covers the, that holds the battery in is locked. Well, these new cars, right. gosh, oh my goodness, they're put, you know, so just take a moment. Uh, you're listening. Maybe you're hearing us in traffic. Take a moment. Make sure your battery's cool. You don't need any meth head stealing your battery. No. Uh, some more news. You know, we cover a lot of technology. And uh, Dude, I got some battery. Let's <laughs> smoke it. Get away from my battery, you <laughs> maniac. Uh, we always talk about uh, technology. I yeah. think uh, we can't avoid it here on Ranch Nation. You drive and have uh, all these things working for you quietly. You're sitting down. You press that button. It does what it's supposed to do. You get a reading. And now you've got maintenance logs. There's a whole lot of technology, and we love to cover that. But one of the things that I thought was pretty cool, Steve, is bicycle-to-vehicle communication. Now, in this country, we got a problem with the bicyclists. They're all getting yeah. hurt because you drivers are not slowing down. Sure. Or paying attention. You're not, not watching. Now, we talk technology. That blind spot. And we are talking vehicle-to-vehicle communication. That's happening right now. Uh, There's uh, testing done out in Michigan on their roadways. But how about bicycle-to-vehicle communication? So my car will see you on a bike and warn me. It may shake my seat. They can do that with bicycles. They can do it with pedestrians. Yeah. 840 bicyclists die uh, a year, roughly. I I think that smart cars will be able to do that. So, you know, Ford Motor Company is working together with uh, a company called Tony Software. And they're creating bicycle-to-vehicle communication. Right. We are on the lookout for our bicycle friends. And if you're in a car, you need to slow down, especially in the big cities. Uh, maybe not New York. Oh, by the way, you ever been to New York, those courier drivers? Never been bicyclists? There. They're maniacs. Yeah. Oh my. Well, they're on commission. Oh, and so they got to get somewhere quick. They ain't messing around. In and out of the cars, weaving and it, in and out. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful because if you, you open- if Open you, your door. <laughs> Oh, no. They, these guys are acrobatic, man. They, if they see your door opening, they're still on a mission to deliver their package. They'll do some sort of air assault flip, and, and there you go. But, yeah, be on the lookout for that technology. And, uh, you know, Volkswagen and BMW also announced that they're going to, you know, we talked about Mobileye, a company out of Israel, that Intel, big chip manufacturer, bought Mobileye. And Mobileye is essentially the eyes and ears for autonomous driving. Volkswagen, BMW, and Nissan are going to group up. Everybody's holding the fire. They want the autonomous technology. It is happening. It and is. Yes. Ranch Nation's two-hour show right here on 88.7 The Pulse. 480-655-8870. That's 480-655-8870. Frank, when we come back, we are talking about starting your car in the cold weather, or perhaps maybe you get in it and it won't start in cold weather. Stay tuned. We got tips. And don't forget, we got Drew Alcazar from Rusu on Steel. He's going to join us here in a little bit. You guys rock. Stay tuned. And the wiser advisor from Bolt-On Technology, JB, just around the corner here on Ranch Nation. This is Ranch Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, we're back. 480-655-8870. Ranch Nation now starting at 3 o'clock, two hours long for you. That's right. We welcome you guys back. And if you're just tuning in, you're like, hey, what is this stuff? I was just listening to music. This is your car source, man. We're hanging with you. 
uh, the real deal. Car Care Tips, Culture, we take you on a journey and we welcome you back. If uh, you're maybe a car idiot like I was, Frank. You've come a long <laughs> way, brother. You've come a if long you way. If you listen to this show, you will learn because I've learned along the way. You can do it. You can do it, of course. And speaking yes. of you can do it, you know, we're talking today. We formally introduced the show topic before we bring in Oh, JB. before we do, first we're going to do our oh, shout outs. Oh, yeah, we got our shout outs yeah, right now. First. Well, listen, we got a very special shout out. We want to thank all of our new Facebook peeps uh, that joined up on Wrench Nation Facebook. Man, we're blowing it up over there. Uh, Joel and Jeff and David, Jack, Roberts, Don, Dwayne, Harvey, Donnie. Pietro Thomas, you guys rock. Remember to head on over to the Wrench Nation Facebook. And, of course, people, don't forget, uh, we've got uh, Russo and Steel. Uh, that uh, car auction's coming up next week, and we're going to talk more about that later in the show. Uh, there are your shout-outs, people. And those are the shout-outs. 480-655-8870 is our phone number. Today, what are we talking about, Frank? Well, listen, in the most in- inopportune time, your old reliable ride... Won't start. It leaves you stranded like a bad batch of baked beans, whatever that means. And so you are on your way. Right. Maybe you were running to drop the kids off. You come back out. Car doesn't start. Oh, boy. You were running to school. You're late. Car doesn't start. Throwing off school. You're throwing off work. Everything. Everything. And so in your mind, you are thinking, well, who do I call? I got nobody. Maybe you ain't got a tow truck. Right. So we're going to navigate Maybe you today don't have AAA. some of the basics. We're talking battery, ignition, switch, starter, things like that, electrical, especially as it relates to cold weather. A lot of you dealing with that cold weather. Uh, nationally, it's a nightmare. Uh, I mean, there's yeah, They had that thing, the, the bomb last week. What is with the weather situation? Uh, what was it, though? The winter bomb or the snow, snow bomb? Snow bomb. <laughs> uh, what is with these terms? We used to... Uh, you guys call you in, call what do blizzard. you think be a blizzard. about the blizzard situation where you call all these... Do we call it the bomb? What is this supposed to mean? We're trying to scare people? I think somebody who is in the middle of all that snow bomb is uh, JB, the wiser advisor from Bolt-On Technology. Hello, JB. Welcome back. Well, all right. Yo, guys. How you doing happy new year happy Happy new year Year. thanks for hanging uh we appreciate you joining us jb you gotta set us straight us southwesterners we have no clue we're in the desert it's dry (laughs) listen man we get haboobs it rained yesterday and people had therapy here in the desert tell me what's (laughs) going on out there in pennsylvania Oh, it's been beautiful. We're actually up to 40 degrees today for the oh. first time in the ah. year. Um, we've been down to zero as uh, close as last weekend. And yeah. um, we had that bomb of Genesis, as you guys are talking about, a humongous storm that ran up the coast and just exploded into a big snowstorm. Yeah, but I mean, I get that, the bomb, the explosion. But, man, right now people are temperamental, man, with all the terrorist activities. Why are we calling weather patterns bombs? <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. So, JB, uh, with Bolt on... We are talking about some of these no-star conditions. Uh, you come from that region of the country where a cold start, uh, that may be a routine issue. There's a certain way to deal with that. Uh, I'd like to dive in. Well, first off, do you have a, are you challenging us, by the way? Well, actually, you know, before we get into it, let, yeah, I do have a little bit of a challenge for you. It's a scenario challenge. Okay. All right, now, ready? hold on I'm excited for this one. Steve, do we got any challenge music? Maybe um, we'll do that next show. Yeah, this I, is, I can do some challenge so music. So you guys returning, uh, some of you are new in that, you know, we started three. Right. Um, 
This is something new we're introducing. Right, brand new two-hour show, and the challenge is new from JB, the wiser advisor. Of course, he is the wiser advisor. Now, the from challenge, now, be nice, man. We're not engineers here, okay? So just be nice I'm to just us. loaded the challenge music. So JB is going to start a challenge question for Steve and I. Okay. And you are listening. If you think you know the answer, we invite you to call in 480-655-8870. Here are the rules. And we can give you prizes. We'll there give are, you our Renaissance we gotta, tickets. We got to have yep. some basic rules. Okay. If you Googled it, we will know. Oh, yes. <laughs> because we know. That's how we go here at Ranch Nation. We know all about the Google. So try to keep it raw and real. Have fun with it. All right, here we go. Challenge music. All go right. with that challenge. JB, what is your question? Challenging Steve and I here on Ranch Nation. Okay. So the scenario quick okay. is the car's covered with snow. Okay. I walk out there and I clean off the driver's door. Okay. I open the driver's door. Yep. The interior light goes on and that's the only thing inside. All the rest of the car is covered with snow. There's no other light. All right. Put the key in the ignition because I want to warm up my car while I finish cleaning it off. Uh-huh. And it goes beep, beep, beep. And then I turn the key. Yes. And nothing happens. Oh, this has happened to me in North Dakota many times. Okay. Right, now. You got me on the Hang snow. On I would have went back in the house. You said all that snow. I would have just said, right, I'd so- call... Key in the ignition, the light goes on in the car. Right. Which is because the door opens and the light goes on. So the lights are coming right. on. All okay. Right. So lights right. are coming on. So the battery is not, and they're not dull. The lights are full. The lights are full. They're not dim. Okay. So, not so, dim. so most likely there's, hold, hold, there's some battery there. Well, you said, did you crank it or did you just turn the key? Well, I put the key in and it started binging, telling me the keys in, and then I turn it and absolutely nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened. The light fades out. The beeping stops. I'd have just went back no. in the house. Okay. I don't think, well, does, does anybody know what the, what the, what the, uh, diagnosis is? 480. 655-8870. Call right now if you can guess it. All right. I think it's all to but, do with but, all that heavy but, snow. Yep. But hang on, guys. Oh, okay, don't make more. this. No, man. Don't make this tricky on but us, wait, man. There's more. It's going to be real easy. Oh, it's all right. be real easy if all you right. get a chance here. Yep. Listen, so I get really angry. I try it again and nothing. I get out of the car. I slam the door, and I'm really bent out of shape, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try one more time. Uh-huh. I get in there. I put the key in the ignition. The light's on. The beep goes off, and the car starts normally. And it works. Oh. Is it a battery? I'm going to say no. It's not the battery. I'm blaming the snow. It's not the battery. Steve, are you sure about that? I don't think it's the battery. Now, he closed the door. Yeah? You think there's I wiring maybe it. in the door? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, so you slammed the door. Was yeah. anybody else standing around? No, there was no witnesses. <laughs> All right, no witnesses to this situation. Right. Well, I don't know. I'm going to let that hang a little bit. I mean, obviously, the battery can get the lights going without giving you enough juice to start the car. But, well, listen, if you think you know the answer, you're sitting in traffic right yeah. now. You think you know, and maybe, remember, don't Google it. This is, don't cheat. 480-655-8870. We'll give Here. you Arizona Renaissance Festival tickets just for trying. So we're going to recap, if you're listening, real quick. Lots of snow on the ride. Open the door. Hear it chiming, beeping. There's lights on the dash. You go to put the key in it, and you got nothing. Yeah. You get out frustrated. Uh, you didn't do what I would have done, go back in the house, and you slow. You slam the door, you open the door again, and it starts. We want to know everywhere. if you think you know what that could be. Huh. Uh, JB, that's a tricky one. I'm blaming. That's a tricky one. I like that one. Ah, beautiful. All right, so let's talk about this now. Um, we're, we may give you guys some clues as we dive in 
a little deeper on why a car would not start, we need to establish two things. Right. There are two types of no starts. There's the cranking. In other words, you get in there, put your key in, and it you hear the revolutions, but you ain't got nothing. Right. It's like wait, 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 wait. You got nothing. It's like uh like a like a song and no dance. Right. You you that's it. That's the crank no start. And then we have JB, what's that second one? Talk to us about the second one. The second one is nothing. You get in there, you put that key in, and you turn it, and there's not even a beep, a honk, or a squeak or anything. It's just nothing. Okay. That's a no crank. Right. No start. Right. No right. crank. Well, that's no going to be the battery, or that's going to be the cable well, is not connected to the battery. We like to believe in most occasions. Right. Right. We call that the primary side of sure. voltage. That battery's sitting there. Right. It's waiting. And there's no power. It's a lonely oh, rock star. It could star. be alternator. All he does, that battery, is he just starts it up. Could be alternator, right? Well, that could be charging. That's not necessarily the cause of a no-start. It could be the cause right. of a battery issue. What about one of those voltage regulator things? Well, now you're going all over. The- we oh. talk- we're talking about <laughs> kidneys, man. We're not- Learn too much. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that no-crank, no-start people uh, is more or less what we're talking about, and that's voltage. Now, if you're on the side of the road, um, or perhaps realistically, you're- You've just got done with the kids, and uh, you get back out in that ride, and it just won't start. Well, what you can do is pop the hood carefully. Now, I got a warning for you, and I made sure to write this down because this is serious, especially in the summer and the high desert and the heat and all this kind of stuff. If you open that hood with a no-star condition and you smell rotten eggs or sulfur, right? back away. That's a road- Back away. That's a roadside bomb. That battery is leaking. And that acid can be very corrosive, so stay tuned. We're going to actually dive in further. Yeah, JB, don't go anywhere. We're going to bring you back in the next segment, all right? Woohoo! All right, Ranch Nation continues. We'll find out more about why your car is not starting right here on 88.7 The Pulse and Ranch Nation. This is Ranch Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. All right, JB from Bolt-On Technology, the wiser advisor on the phone Gave us a challenge, and we have a listener ready to meet that challenge. Sai's on the phone. Good morning, sir. Good afternoon, Sai. How are you today? Hello. Good. Now, where are you calling from, Sai? I'm actually driving, but I'm next, uh, in Tempe right now. I'm from, originally from uh, Awatuki. Originally from Awatuki. What, what kind of work do you do? I actually do business services. I actually met Frank, because he's a good guy and oh. he's handsome, but... Oh, snap. Wait a minute. Somebody paid this guy. Hey, what, what is going on here? All right. All right, so let's well, re... My son go actually goes to school there. That's why I live Oh, at Evit? Yeah, he's the good-looking Asian kid named Kabashian. Oh, Kabashian in the morning, Claire. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Well, I'll say hello to him and say I talked to his dad today. Well, thank you for calling in. Now, here is the question rephrase. Go. All right. So, you know, JB tried to get slick with us. Right. I don't know if he's over there. Have, he's sitting at home in that cold weather having a bottle of whiskey. He tried to get tough on us. <laughs> I don't know I what is. I wanted to make it Google proof. All yeah. right. It is, it is somewhat Google proof, but those in the know, non-Google like, may have the answer. And so let's reset the question. JB said there was a pile of snow on a ride. And you get in it, you open the door, and it creaks a little bit. You sit down in your little seat. It's cold. You put your key in, and it's nothing. Lights come on, but you have nothing. So you get frustrated, and you go back out, slam the door, and say, eh, let me try this again. And you open that door, get in there, and it starts. So what say you in that situation? What's your answer? What do you think? 
So it it doesn't start, but then the, you close the door and it starts the second time? Yeah, it's gremlins, man. It's like the movie. There's creatures living in there. It's, it's got a mind of its own. It won't start one time, and then you just close the door, go back in it, and then it starts mysteriously. What do you think? Are we talking battery, fuel pump? What do you think? Oh, that's got to be something electrical. All right. Every, you know, wait a minute. Stop right there. I could go to a swap meet right now and have a conversation with a bunch of people about a no start. And guess what everybody says? Well, it must be the battery. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> but uh, you're on the right track. JB, talk to us about, uh, I know it's your challenge and we are uh, going to answer this, but are you saying that this no crank, no start, give us a hint. Is this battery voltage possibly related? No. Oh, don't do that to us. Oh, well, all right. Let's talk about actual battery voltage here. Let me clarify. I feel like I'm in school, man. You're getting too serious. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's actually pretty straightforward if you think about it. All right. And Steve's pretty close to where we need to be with it. Oh. oh. Look at Steve. He's been on the show for two I'm years now. I'm proud now. Wow. All, all right. right. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going, JB. Tell us. Well, do you want to explain this, uh, Explain what's going on? No, yes. no, we want clues because... All right, all right, clue. yeah, all clues. Right, well, the clues are this. The clues are this. I got in the car and the light went on and showed me the inside of the car. That was nice and bright. All right. I went and turned the key. I get the beepy noise the key makes whenever I put the key in with the door slightly open. All right. all and right. I turn the key. The light goes out. The beepy noise goes out. No noise. No sound at all. From no the click at all? Sound click starter. Nothing. And right. in anger, I pull the key out, I get out of the car, and I slam the door. And I'm like, oh, just like Frank, I was probably going to go back in the house. But I said, no, i got to get the kids to up school. I open the door, I get in there, the light on, put the key in, and it beeps again, and it starts normal. I got like it. Nothing was ever wrong. I got, I got it. it. I got wait, it. Wait, wait. You got it, it. Cy? Cy, what do you think, man? Yes, I got it. What is it? That's a loose battery terminal. Yep, yep. Loose battery terminal connector. Bing, 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 yep. bing, What? Bing, we got it. Oh, now no. I hit the wrong one. Yes. No, wait, Cy. Yes, yes. Cy. That's what I said originally. I said that. I put that out there amongst 40 other things. All right, Cy. Yeah, that's one possibility. Cy, you, you experienced this? Have you experienced this? You get in your car and you, you get out there and wiggle the terminal and it starts right up. Yes. A thousand times that's happened to me. Yeah, you got to wiggle it. Just a little bit. All right. Well, what I'm saying is what threw me off was two things. All that snow and slamming the door. What do you, I don't understand the relationship there, JB. You think that was because things were loose to begin with and we kind of made a little like a loose wall switch or something? Well, what I've been seeing, Frank, on a lot of the newer vehicles, they have those new clamps, the little metal ones that just go around and they clamp on themselves. And over time, they kind of do wiggle loose like your, our guest here has said. And what happens is, is they just get loose enough that the car won't start. You'll see the lights go on because there's enough power for that. The beepers and all that stuff have enough power. But when the battery is being can, um, put to real test when you hit the starter, there's not enough juice. That makes sense. What happens, yeah, that makes sense. And what happens is I've seen it where you slam the door and the car starts and runs fine after that because you jarred it enough. And also I've seen where you just go up there and ju- do just like your uh, guest has said, turn that little cable a hair and boom she fires right up well all right those things have been getting loose i think that was really really 
great. You gave some practical scenarios there. Now, I'm going to add something else, Steve. Well, let me give Cy a prize first, Cy. Cy we're going to let you go. Cy, thanks for calling in, man. You got a pair of Renaissance Festival tickets. I'll send them home with uh, Kabashian, okay? We won't send you anything <laughs> unless you tell, like, <laughs> ten people about our show. That's yes, the please. rule. <laughs> I will. You guys rock. I love you. You rock. Show. Thank you, Thank Cy. You. Thank really you, Cy. All right. Genuine. Back to JB. Well, JB, since we're on the topic of, like, banging doors and things like that, uh, and you hit it right on the on the head. And, and remember, we're talking to folks that, you know, a lot of you listening, you, you don't have time to have a whole snap-on set in the back of your trunk. That's not practical. I'm speaking to the single mom that may have a fighting chance to save on a tow truck. And what you said is pretty powerful. You pop that hood and you check the battery connections. And you may be able to do the little wiggle dance and, Get it fired up. One thing else, and I know you've seen this in the bays over the years, and what comes to mind is Honda. Honda's had notorious issues with their ignition switches. Mm -hmm. And in a case like that, that could be just a flat-out nothing at the key. I get in it, and I have nothing. I may have some voltage on the dash, and maybe that radio is working or not working. However, if you go and A check the battery everything seems to be okay here's a recommendation and this isn't technical and i'll probably get some heat from this but i'm just being practical all you single moms out there driving and you've got a no start on a honda try this are you ready take the ball of your hand and just bang ever so slightly right around that ignition area because this is the gig if that ignition switch think of that wall socket steve If that wall socket is flimsy and it's yep. loose connection, you kind of move it around and you get it to work. It's the same with your ride. Now, this is really basic. It's worth a shot. But bang in that area to kind of get that connection going and to start it up. Sure. You know, we don't have to get technical here. These are practical things. JB, you've seen these Hondas come in the shop. And, and definitely. And let's, let's be clear. When we say bang around the uh, ignition, we're talking around the key itself. That's because right. We want to make sure they're right there. And because when you say ignition, they might be, what are you talking about? Well, we're not, we're not talking about a sledgehammer either, either man. Take it easy. Oh, well, no, I know that. I know that. <laughs> well, sometimes. Around the key, not, not in underneath the hood. Right. And sometimes when you get the key in there, like in our Pulse van, which is a Ford, a Ford van, uh, we put the key in there, and sometimes if the, if the wheels turned a little bit the wrong way, the ignition won't turn. Wow. Yes, because it's locked up. Yeah. All right, we're going to cover the basics. We're actually going to slow it down a little bit and make pretend. Look, my, my seven-year-old daughter, she's listening, and she hasn't asked me yet, but I'm sure she's going to ask me someday how to jump start a vehicle. Uh-huh. Now, if you're listening, 480-655-8870, this is your show. If you want to chime in on your strategy, strategy to jumpstart a vehicle, call in. If you guys have is a little... Is there more than one way? Well, there shouldn't be, <laughs> but... we the right and the wrong way. There is a right and the wrong way, but we... It's Yeah. If you don't get it right, then you just blow stuff okay, up. Okay, let me ask you a question about this, okay? Because in order, when you've got the positive and the negative, okay, and the positive, obviously you're putting the positive on the red and the black is going to be on the negative terminal. But when the other two, if they actually touch, what actually happens? Does the entire world explode like everyone always said? (laughs) Will I die instantly from electricity, from, from being electrocuted? Well, in theory, just like your home. Never let those touch. Don't let them touch. Never. 
Never. Never. Don't let them touch the ground. You'll be all jacked up. And then if you got that acid floating in the air. What will really happen, Frank? What will really happen? Well, I'll tell you. Think, <laughs> look, man, let's not get complicated. Think of your house. Uh-huh. If you somehow put a plug into the wrong socket and overloaded the circuit, what yep. happens in your house? The fuse. The fuse or the circuit break it, a little switch deal, bloop, bloop, sure, it exactly. switches over. Right. That's right. Well, man. in theory. I'm old school. We used to have fuses in North Dakota in the 70s. Oh, you had those copper. Yeah, big, the ones you had to screw big, in there. Look like a little, yeah. little jar thingy. Yeah. So it's just going to blow a fuse. That's all it's going to happen. Well, in most occasions. JB, you've seen this in the garage where, you know, we, we got a no start comes in uh, and somebody tried to jump start their car. You could have a bad fuse or burn up a relay. What do you think, JB? Definitely, definitely. So be on the lookout. Try not to, to get all funky. Don't try to jump start your ride if you're drunk. <laughs> it's real simple. You need to pay attention. Well, you shouldn't be driving. Well, yeah. <laughs> JB, the wiser advisor, Bolt on Technology. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Wrench Nation continues next. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned. We've got the wonderful Mark uh, Russo and Steele coming on board. we got Drew Alcazar. You guys stay tuned for that. We're going to find out what Russo and Steele is all about this year out at Talking Stick. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. It is Wrench Nation. 480-655-8870 is our phone number. If you ever have any questions, what's going on with something with your car, you'd like an opinion, a second opinion, please text us or call us. 480-655-8870. That's what we're here for. And I, even though I am not an auto mechanic, a trained auto professional, I've been doing this show for two years. And I can I can put in my two cents too. Well, we got a test for you, man. I'll tell you what, we're gonna come by the garage there yeah. down in Chandler and uh we're gonna test your knowledge. I think you've come a long way. I think if you guys have been with us for over two years and you've listened, Steve's done a really good job, but I don't know if you're employable though. I I'm just saying. Well, maybe someday. I mean, I'm I'm working towards it, Frank. Give me a break. I think I think you're coming along. The way the way you answered earlier, like uh, alternator voltage regulator, yeah. you just whipped that out. I did. Welcome back. We're talking about the uh, no-start conditions, primarily in this cold weather. Uh, some of you are in some serious cold weather. In fact, the weather terminologies, you, you can't just say snowstorm. It's got to be a bomb. Right. It's like a terrorist activity of a snow weather situation. That's ridiculous. But we talked about the no-start. One of the easiest things that you can do safely is pop the hood open And check those connections. It doesn't have to be rocket science. Like the connection on your wall for your little switch for the overhead light. You know, there could be a bad connection and you can easily get your car started. One of the things I want to make sure that you understand, and it's worth repeating, if you smell rotten egg from that hood in a no-star condition, more than likely that battery is sulfating. It means it's bloated. It had too much of what you don't want to know, and it's bloated. Stay away, because if you spark and do that wrong, you can actually blow stuff up, Steve. That's a roadside bomb. Right. Yeah, so uh, we're back with you. We want you to call in 480-655-8870. I know some of you got an estimate. Let's just talk about this. This yep. is the new year. During the holidays, what had happened is you went in and you and you and your best – Local garage said, hey, you know, you need this kind of work. And you put it off, and maybe you're going back to the garage in January here, and you need a second opinion. How do you deal with that? Do you go to multiple garages? Do you shop that price? So 480-655-8870. Well, we should can, you? Well, I think 
number one, you develop a relationship. Right. That's the most important thing because and I think if, a relationship with someone you trust that's someone that you know when they say, hey, this is wrong, this needs to be fixed now, or this can wait a little while. That's what I think we all yearn for. That's right. And, and then it takes time. It's like going to the dentist. It takes time. Well, I'm like going, going to the doctor right now for my feet. And I'm have, telling you, I'm frustrated with them. Well, I don't know what to say. Your I want feet, to get a new doctor. You know, part of being a mechanic, if you come into my, you got it. Your feet better be together because that, you know, you've got to have it together. Um, so we're welcoming you back and, and diving in. We talked about these batteries. Uh, one other area uh, to be aware of is that ignition switch. We mentioned that. Uh, sometimes, look, don't go crazy. We're, we're kind of giving you some cheats here. You may be able to tap on that area of the ignition switch where the key goes in. Just tap on it a little bit, and it may start. Otherwise, quite frankly, in terms of a battery no-start issue, you're going to have to call a tow truck. But we have one more deal before we dive into some traffic all over the country. Okay. You guys may be stuck somewhere. We want to let you know how you, how you can navigate through that. I, I think it's important that you, you understand how. How do we start a vehicle uh, with another vehicle? How do we do that process? Uh, some of you have uh, guessed and got it wrong. You, you just drive to... up to the back of it and you bump it, and well, it automatically starts. Listen, here's six steps. We're going right. to cover this. Listen loud and clear. We're going to keep this, keep you guys safe and get it going. Align the vehicle, number one. So what happens is you're driving, you go out, you do a little errand, you come back out. Right. Car's in an awkward position, and now you're going to try to, some guys, some, some individual's going to get in an awkward position and try to line sure. up with you. You've got short cables. They're six feet. Right. Ideally, oh, that's the nightmare. Even if you happen. need help to push, uh, you got to align that up, right? right? So bumper to bumper is the best way to go about that. Number two, you got to find your battery. <laughs> that may sound simple. Sometimes that is a challenge. It is, and if you drive a Dodge yeah. Chrysler, Intrepid comes to mind. They're yeah. sitting in the fender well. Forget it. I wow. mean, there are some jumping points. Sure in the engine bay, but I don't want to go through that. So what I'm saying is we talk about this all the time. Um, Get to know your spouse and get to know your owner's manual, people. Find it. If you ain't got it, uh, Car Care Council, carcare.org is a great place to get acquainted with that. So check the owner's manual for those jumping points. The positive cable needs to be hooked up to the positive terminal. We established that red to red. Right. All right. Negative to negative is negative to negative is black to black. It's not complicated. They haven't made it anymore. I mean, I think that's been the same since the yeah the, the since, dawn of time. With right, cars. since we had the uh, the batteries on the horse in carriage. Now, Steve, question. Okay. Step number five. This is critical. All right. And some of you may have gotten this wrong. Some of you can kind of brush your shoulders off and say, hey, I got this right. Do you start your car first or do you start the car that's jumping? The car, car that... Uh, you're jumping from. You need to start first. Look at he's coming a long way, Tyler. Right, because you have to make sure that charge is solid and All the right. engine's running. And that way, because if not, you're just going to go on a basically, you know, just off the battery. Yeah, and not you up start the, car. the engine of right. that running car. But the engine now, is helping uh, charge that. You run that for a little bit. Yeah. Right. You got to prepare. You should. You got to prepare after, like, once you are connected. How long should you keep it connected? I would run. If you start it and well, it's running you run before it, you disconnect it. Well, you, you start the car that's going to jump first. Right. Let it idle up a little bit. Sure. 
And before the other car, the dead car, right. you want the running car to juice up a little bit. Sure. Give it a little RPM. <laughs> and don't get nervous. I've seen people. <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, that's a bad muffler right oh. there, man. That, that's a good that sound was pretty effect. good. No, that was good. Can we yeah. take We got to record that. <laughs> What's that? A, that sounds like an old Datsun with a bad baffle and a muffler yeah. right there. All right. So you start the with car LTV. up. You let it idle up. And uh, and it's funny because when people do this, everyone right. every, you can feel the nervousness. I'm right. so, I mean, if you know what you're doing, sure. I know you're listening. A you, lot of people Frank, do, but some people don't. About? I do this some all people the have time. no clue, and I'll tell you, at one point in my life, I was that person. Not quite two years ago, but I could, I could tell you that I was 22 years old and, and never had jumped a battery. Yeah. Well, I mean, your first time is your first time. Yeah. You idle up a little bit, then brace yourself and go start. Now, give it, give it an opportunity um, slowly, because what will happen is a lot of you will do that, and it's a click. And you're like, oh, that is not working. Check your connections. Sure. That's like step number five. The last step right. is just be safe, man. You guys, uh, there are so many stories of accidents that can happen from this sort of thing. But do we get to the question once I started it, okay, yeah. from the other one, how long should it run? You let that idle okay. for a good 30 seconds. Okay. That's it. RPM it up a little bit. All right. Keep it at 1,500. And then I can take it off. And then you're going to start the dead car. Right. And it should. I'm not, I'm not talking about the car that was started. I'm talking about the dead car. Once the dead car started and connected, how long do I keep it connected? You're done once it starts. As soon as it starts, I can plug it in, unplug it instantly. Your meat is cooked. Pull it out of the oven. It's and done. then, though, I shouldn't immediately stop the car that I just started. Well, that was dead. Here's the point: when right. you when you pull those cables off, and your car is running, we got your yes, car jumped. Yes, it's running. Immediately after you pull the cables off, the car wants to stall. Of course. It's tow truck time. Oh. Not much you can do. All right. More than likely. But shouldn't I try to let the battery run for a while so I can yes. get a charge built so up what, on that battery? Of course. So yeah. you get it started, and then you take it out on the freeway and maybe right. run it. But uh, more importantly, uh, you got to get it into a garage. There's a reason why that battery went dead. could be just a dead battery. Battery needs to be replaced. But more importantly, you need to make sure that you are testing that alternator. And that alternator needs to charge up the battery. It's as simple as that. Uh, 480-655-8870. Uh, we welcome you guys. Uh, we have been on this show for two years. We have. And now we're doing two hours. We've got guests coming up next hour. Who's in the next hour? Well, I'll tell you. I, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. Uh, Drew Alcazar with Russo and Steel. Uh, this is just an incredible way to go out, maybe buy a ride, a classic car, muscle car, this is the people's auction. I mean, you can just be an average individual and have that opportunity to get into a nice ride. Uh, and so uh, Drew's going to stop by and talk to us about that. Yeah, that's happening next weekend, and 17th one, through the 21st up in Scottsdale. One more thing. Uh, you know, Russo and Steel do things a little differently to really tap into the emotion and raw. Listen, I think if you're going to spend some money, uh, there should be some excitement in that. And uh, so Tyler's in studio. Tyler with uh, EVID is an EVID graduate. Welcome, Tyler. You just hanging with us. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, Tyler's been in the garage. There's a, something special with Tyler today. Tyler's your birthday today. Yes, sir. And you're 22 young. Yes. Been it's in the your birthday today? Yes, yeah. sir. Happy birthday to you. Well, that, there you go. It, very Stevie Wonderish, wasn't it? 
That was Lucky a, you. That was a nasally <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Would you rather I strip like Marilyn Monroe and go, happy birthday? Yeah. Oh, geez. Ah, ah. <laughs> so, Tyler, um, we got a lot of students on campus uh, listening, uh, specifically in the automotive program. Last year, you did a few things to challenge yourself. I want to know what it was that got you through it. And I'm going to use one thing, alignments. Alignment. You really, last year, you took the bull by the horn and you learned all about alignments. Yes. But it was not easy. No, not at all. What mindset did you have? How did you get that? We got kids listening here. They're going through some programs. What did you do to get you through that? Uh, just going at it. You, you fail, you try again, you fail, you try again, you get fed up. You call the, the alignment guy over. You're like, what's wrong with this? What am I doing? Well, I'll tell you. He'll fix it in 0.2 seconds and make you look a little silly. But uh, you learn from that. Yeah. You keep going. You ever want to quit? Uh, not quit. Maybe take a break. A breather. Five-second breather. You trying to say you need a four-week vacation? <laughs> uh, well, happy birthday, man. We always, He's thinking about it. I didn't really give a direct answer. That's Tyler Torres, actually. We're proud of Tyler. He's down at Desert Car Care Chandler. Hanging out with the garage, coming along at his skill set. Uh, you guys stay tuned. We've got Drew Alcazar coming up next. Uh, Russo and Steel, lots of excitement. Hang in. We're going to reset with you guys here in just a few minutes. Catch you guys, Wrench Nation. Hour two coming up next. Wrench Nation on the other side of four o'clock here on the Pulse. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. It's Wrench Nation. Two-hour edition. Yes, this is the second hour. If you're normally used to listening to us at 4 o'clock, well, you're in hour two. And we appreciate you guys hanging with us. And, you know, that first hour, we had a lot of fun. We're back with you. Normally, you guys are setting up with us at 4 o'clock. If you're catching this on the replay of the podcast, we appreciate you guys hanging with us. Uh, exciting, exciting stuff going on. With and don't Wrench forget, uh, Wrench Nation is always about you and helping you. If you ever have a question that has anything to do with cars or selling cars or buying cars or fixing cars or whatever about cars, please call 480-655-8870 or text us. That's right. We talked about in that first hour some of the basic things that you can do to get your vehicle started. In terms of a battery, very simple. Yep. Um, some of you just have to be patient if you're in some cold weather uh, climate issues. Uh, there's one thing I would add. Some of you are idling in the cold weather. That's not necessary. Uh, studies have shown that we're spending billions of dollars. I couldn't believe this. Billions of dollars in wasted fuel because this uh, electronic controlled computer driven vehicle you think needs to be idled for 10 minutes or so. That's not the case. Still treat your ride gently. But let's clear the air there. So welcome back, 480-655-8870. We've got a jam-packed second hour. We do. Coming up on January 17th through the 21st is Russo and Steel's annual Scottsdale show. Yes, Russo and Steel. Up at the Talking, or sorry, Salt River Fields, right across from Talking Stick Resort over there. Yes, you talk about an experience. And we have our guest today on the phone, Drew Alcazar. From Russo and Steel's on the phone. Welcome to Wrench Nation, Drew. Hey, Frank and Steve. Thanks for having me. Sure appreciate being on. Thanks for being here. Drew, thanks for joining up with us, man. I, I, um, I, I'm really grateful. Uh, some of us listening right now, they're saying, well, Russo and Steel, um, 
man, I can't go to an auction. I ain't got that kind of money. Let's just set the record straight because I, I've been following Russo and Steel for years, man. You guys get out there and put on such an amazing show, and you don't have to go out there and buy something. You can enjoy it. Tell us about Russo and Steel. You know, I hear that a lot, guys. People saying, ah, you know, I don't have anything to buy, this or the other. I say, it's not about that at all. It's about the camaraderie of the collector cars, hanging out with your buddies. You know, of course, we're right here at Salt River Fields, a spectacular venue where the uh, Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks do their spring training right off the 101 freeway heading northbound. It's a spectacular facility. Come on out. Hang out with us. The auction days are actually going to be the 18th through the 21st. All right. Gates open at 9 a.m. We're going to be doing almost 800 collector cars, European sports, American muscle, hot rods, and customs. Just come out and have fun. You'll, you'll see all kinds of fellow car enthusiasts doing nothing but enjoying themselves. What I like, uh, what, what you did, Drew, was very, very amazing and fascinating, actually. You know, a typical car auction, you've got the auction block, Steve. You know, right. the cars go by and there's bidding and all this kind of stuff. Drew, you actually created almost like a gladiator theme. The sort of rotunda, man. You're getting people excited. The emotion of the spirit and art of buying or perhaps selling a car or, like you said, just kind of hanging out and taking advantage of the art. Tell us the idea behind that, that rotunda style. What were you thinking? <laughs> well, that's uh, our auction in the round is uh, indeed a uh, very unique element. Of course, we're in our 18th year now. Uh, it's kind of like in and out Burger. I'm always sort of amazed that no one's ever knocked us off. I think part of it is is just that the, the team that we have on the auction block, and they're all new champion auctioneers. They've got rings on their fingers for their awards. Um, you know, it's an infectious spirit. Really, Russo and Steel is just an, an extension of my enthusiasm as a passionate car enthusiast. I, I'd be vintage racing, showing cars, road rallying, you name it, with my own collection anyway. Uh, we do the Russo and Steel kind of as a... You know, inviting people over to our home, hang out in our garage. And, oh, by the way, we've got an auction kind of going on, too. But the auction in the round environment is it's a very visceral, very emotional. All the cars are ground level, and all of the seating is now elevated. So everybody's got a great view looking down sort of into kind of that pit where the car is actually being sold. And, and this, again, it's an extension of my enthusiasm. I don't want to sit in a big ballroom or a, a sea of chairs with a stage a mile away like the size of a postage chant with somebody going, may I have your bids, please? Right, well, let me right. tell you, I'm excited I, with my buddies. I want a high five. Hey, listen, I just bought the Shelby I've always wanted, and you know I've been looking for it for my whole life. And you know I want to, I want to whoop it up. I want to have fun. I want to have a cocktail. I want to be there with my buddies on the stage, and 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 that camaraderie I think has always been a central key element of Russo and Steel. And that's what it's about. You've been quoted as saying, "Always doing what you said you do." You take a lot of pride. Uh, let's face it, uh, there's the business side of putting these shows on, and you take that very serious, working that environment, and you are going to do 100%. If there's anybody coming to you to present a car, you're going to do your best to make sure that car sold for what it should, and that is incredible. You're still behind that spirit and that passion. Uh, what kind of cars are we talking about? Drew, tell us what you got cooking on uh, this upcoming this upcoming auction, any particular cars that we need to read? Uh, we, we've got some spectacular star cars that are going to be at the event. Everybody's going to be able to come out, preview the cars. They're all going to be right next to the auction venue, so everybody can get up close and personal with them, see them firsthand. Uh, but, you know, you're right. You kind of touched on one thing that very few people do is that, 
you know, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Uh, very few people understand sort of the little man behind the curtain syndrome. And, and really, I, it, the, the investment to do our auction event here in Scottsdale eclipses $2 million. Wow. That's before the first car shows up, before the first person walks in the door. So trust me, no one is on that auction block as a better ally for our sellers than me. Trust me, that's how we pay those kinds of bills, by earning the sales commissions, by selling those cars. And I've got to tell you, $2 million is a lot of degree of adamacy, and that's part of why you see me there on the block myself with the microphone. Uh, again, uh, being there personally in the pit, uh, that degree of adamacy goes up when you've got that kind of bill stacked up on your desk. But the cars that we got are great. We've got a, a, a Cheetah race car that was actually, uh, the, the Chevrolet Cheetah was uh, born out of an effort by Chevrolet to go up against the Cobras uh, from Carroll Shelby. Uh, this was actually originally campaigned by Alan Green Chevrolet. Great history. It was never actually raced. So unlike a lot of race cars that got wadded up and you know wrecked and so forth, this one is pristine. That's going to be a spectacular car. We've got a 65 GT350, the original Shelby Mustang, that's car number 47, the 47th car they made. Very rare opportunity to get what they call a two-digit Shelby, so that's going to be another great chance. But again, we've got almost 800 cars. You're going to see Lamborghinis, Shelbys, Maseratis, uh, Ferraris, uh, all the hot rods, all the customs, uh, you name it. That's one thing that we work really, really hard at Rooster One Steel is having a little something for everybody. So you've created a tradition, Drew. Cars, little ones, everything. Incredible, Drew. You've created a tradition, and many of us know Rooster One Steel. Um, you're hitting on some really hard points here. Uh, we're family in in that car auction setting, and and in some occasions, it's let's just face it. All that hard work that goes down. Here I am. Let's say I'm a collector, or I'm just an average person that may collect in the future. This is an iconic family brand. Mm-hmm. The, the, for, look, Drew, you bring blood, sweat, and tears to that. And, and tell us about a family setting. I want to bring my kids over there and give them that buzz. What? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Please that's do. what you're you know, doing. Bring the family, get the kids on Sunday. Uh, guys, we're actually doing a, a half-price GA admission. So on Sunday, uh, no, excuse me, let me take that back. I think it's 10 bucks off on Sunday. I think regular GA is 30 bucks a day, but on Sunday, I think we're doing it only 20 bucks. So bring the family. It's a great way to get in. Uh, you know, and Sunday's a great day. It's, it's obviously our final day of auction, but it's always just a little bit more family-oriented on Sunday. People really kind of bring the gang out. And, and again, infecting sort of the new generation. I, you know, my grandkids, I, I taught them how to drive a stick shift this year in my dune buggy in Newport Beach. They know how to drive a manual transmission. Uh, those little types of things are what's going to keep the next generation right. of car collectors enthused and buzzed. And, you know, bring them out and let's get them hooked on the bug. It's it's a lot of fun to be here, and absolutely, we welcome everybody. It's, it's open to the public. Part of what we're doing, we put in a brand-new vendor pavilion this year uh, with all kinds of vendors selling different types of merchandise and whatnot so that's great uh, you can come out and enjoy that of course all of the cars are going to be here so for four days it's going to be spectacular the 18th through the 21st we're talking european sports cars american muscle hot rods customs steve there's all kinds of eye candy out yeah there. let me ask you a question drew because you know you got a great reputation 18 years doing this and and people who want to bring their cars there to auction i mean how do you choose pick and choose the cars that are going to be seen each year 
Well, one of the unique aspects of Russo and Steel, in addition to things like auction and the round, is that we do allow consigners, our sellers, okay. to have a reserve on their car, which means they're going to state the minimum that they'll accept the car to sell it. That's important. Um, that's in, uh, other than a lot of other auctions that go all no reserve, which means all the cars sell regardless of price. No, because you could put a lot of money into a car, right? Exactly. Well, you, you realize that the quality of the cars goes up tremendously when yep. you allow someone sort of a little bit of a, a safety net insurance policy. Yep. Now, you know, of course, it means we're never going to enjoy the high sell-through rates of almost 100% because we're not backing everybody into that corner. But I got to tell you, when you allow someone to have a reserve on the car, the quality of the car goes up. That's why I believe the genuine collectors, the real hardcore car guys, have made Russo and Steel their home. They know they can come out here, find American muscle cars with build sheets and and build books and all of the documentation that goes with it. I think that there's other auctions in the Valley that are great places for your first stop to buy your first car, get your feet wet with. But Russo and Steel, we have some of those cars as well. But we also really concentrate on that middle market where people are saying, hey, listen, I'm a little bit more car savvy. I'm looking for a nice, you know, Copo Camaro with documentation. We have one of the very few 69, again, COPO, Central Office Production Order 427 Camaros. It's a spectacular restoration. It got delivered two weeks ago, and I've seen the car myself. It's going to be sold, no reserve, to the highest bidder. It's those types and quality and caliber of cars that it really are the staple at Russo and Steel. That's incredible. Don't forget, guys, uh, out in Scottsdale, the Salt River Fields, January 17th to the 21st. Man, the premier auction. Drew, you're a rock star, man. I've followed you for years. I'm going to get out there, and uh, I, I've got some. I've got to buy something. If you're listening, take the family out. Take the family out of Russo and Steel, January 17th to 21st. All kinds of great cars. Thank you so much, Drew, for joining us. I'll be looking for you guys in the audience saying, sold, sold, sold. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Red Station continues here next on The Pulse. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. 480-655-8870. Talk or text anytime we want to hear from you on Wrench Nation. That's right. Welcome back, guys. If you've got a situation, maybe some noise, you got some vibration, the check engine light is really getting you upset, call in. We're here for you. And by the way, I would just say, we got a lot of mechanics listening on the show. Hey, man, this is your show. You don't need to own a radio show to help people out. Call in. We invite that. We got a community of mechanics, in fact, across the country. We love your contributions. And uh, speaking of across the country, you know we load up the podcast. If you're just catching this a little late, every Sunday we upload that. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook, Wrench Nation, of course, Twitter, and please check us out on iTunes. You know, we talked about no start conditions. We kept it really simple. You know, I think it's important keeping it simple. You start the year. Let's not get complicated. So if you have an opportunity to start your ride, and it is battery-related, uh, if you will, as a stutter, that's what your battery will do. It'll sit there and stutter. Um, check the basics. Uh, we get a lot of cars towed into the garage and it was a connection issue. Now, most tow truck drivers will catch that. Um, you know, so, but if you're not in a position to tow and you want to give it a shot, one more friendly reminder, if you smell that sulfur, back away, call somebody, a tow truck. Let a professional handle that because that's dangerous stuff. Um, if you've never seen a battery explode, uh, it is a chemical burn. It is nasty. I've had one blow up on me, Steve, and it wasn't a joke uh, down at the burn unit, down at... Uh, out. In Phoenix, you know, for the ouch, day, ouch, and ouch. You, you know, it's just not good. So you got to no. be really, 
really careful. Uh, joining us in studio, we are just excited. You guys have connected with us uh, for the last two years at 4 o'clock. Uh, remember, we start at 3 now. I want to remind you guys, so welcome back. If you're just getting on at the 4 o'clock hour, you missed a whole hour, so check us out uh, next time at 3 More o'clock. reason to go to the podcast on Sunday. Yeah, you go on the podcast. But we've got a, an, an added portion of our show, and we're really excited. A lot of you over the past few years have said, you know, whether it be through email or Facebook, you were buying a new car. Or perhaps you're buying a low-mileage used car, and we talked a little bit about how to navigate that. You know, what do I do in finance? Do I buy that extended warranty? Well, we are proud to announce a wonderful, wonderful friendship and partnership with the Wally Cahill. Welcome to the show, Mr. Wally. Hey, pleasure to be here. You guys are having too much fun. Yeah, well, we keep it simple, man. We're not trying to get We had Wally in a few weeks ago, man. You were great, Wally, so welcome to the team here. Yes, I, I found my gum underneath the, the counter here. It's still like here. Yeah. Still there. Yeah, we didn't clean it. Sorry. That's it. Wally, tell us, Um, you know, we got to give a shout out to Channel 3. You do, uh, what is it, every Saturday or Sunday, the car every, review? Every Sunday morning, uh, 8.50 on KTVK, Channel 3 here locally in Phoenix. Uh, my mom I mean, watches it every day. Yeah, there you go. You know, a lot of moms watch it and a lot of guys watch it sure. too. And in fact, there's a lot of, there's a subculture that follows me that, sits on the sideline, bets, what's the difference between the MSRP and the price as tested? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're so, going to get to that. We've got some cars to review. And remember, you can call in 480-655-8870. Yeah, if you have any questions about any of the cars, that's what Wally does, right? He might know something about it. He probably knows just about every major car that's out there on the market today, right, Wally? Pretty much, pretty much. I test everything from Fiat's to Ferraris. There you go. You're the new car mad scientist. <laughs> you got to go see Wally before you buy it. Before we dive into the couple of the cars we're going to talk about, you mentioned this uh, this uh, acronym that's so flavorfully said, and it's a big, big problem for a lot of people when they go buy a car, MSRP. Um, set the record straight. First, what does MSRP? Let's set the basics for a lot. We got a lot of younger first time drivers out there. Manufacturers suggested key on the suggestion, right? Retail price. Why not just give me price? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're car dealers. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So you had talked about their, that spread, if you will. So there's MSRP and what was the other terminology? Well, the, as tested. As so, tested. Right. So MSRP, basically what I consider MSRP is your base model. You know, like if you're, let, let's just say an F-150 pickup. Um, oh, cloth interior. Cloth interior, sure. AM, FM radio, no satellite, no nothing. It has air conditioning, though. does have air conditioning. Okay, we're in Phoenix. It better have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but that's kind of like your bare bones, bare minimum kind of thing. Then if you start looking at the added features, uh, you know, like the car I tested, you know, for, for the show here, it was an extra $500 for the price of the paint. All right. Well, well because it's a cool price. You know, it's it a cool is. Color. I mean, there's now listen, guys, we're not beating up the economy of cars. Understand that we pro, we say this all the time on the show. Everyone is allowed a respectable profit. And we have this notion. I'm just going to clear the air. I have to. We have this notion that I'm at a dealer. I'm going to treat them like garbage by negotiating a ridiculous price. Now and I and I'm I know I'm pushing the line here and a lot of you are listening saying Frank but that's what we do. I'm saying first and foremost respect the negotiation. Wouldn't you agree Wally? Absol I mean you probably got your stories 
Absolutely. Absolutely. What you have to remember, or my first question to someone when they ask me about that is, why isn't that car dealer allowed to make a profit? Exactly. You know, they're in business. They got to keep the lights on too. All right. Well, uh, let's dive into this particular car that you're going to announce in a very fashionable way. You have gotten intimate with this vehicle over the last week. <laughs> very, very much so. I mean, real intimate. <laughs> but um, what I'm asking you, folks listening want to understand, when you are testing a car, reviewing a car, what's your week? What's that week look like? What are you doing to test that vehicle? Well, it's kind of interesting because Wednesdays, today, is the day that we swap cars every week. Ah. So I just got a brand new car, you know, (laughs) dropped off to me, which I haven't even driven yet. It's sitting out in the parking lot. We did the swap right out here in the parking lot of the radio station. Now, what what I do to start with is I do not look at the Monroney, meaning the the window sticker that they deliver with it. Okay. I don't look at it at all. What's that called? The Monroney? Monroney. I thought you were going to say Monroe Shocks or something. Yeah, it makes Monroney. Sound like ha- yeah, macaroni. Yeah. I'm hungry. That that too. You know, it's Is actually that- <laughs> it's named after the guy that invented it. Okay. It's oh. the window sticker. You know, window. To, that's what we know. What right, we, yeah, right. right. It, yeah. It's the window sticker. All right. Now, what I do is I don't look at it, and I don't think anything at all for the first day I drive it, which will be tomorrow. Will be the first. I'm going to drive it home tonight, but it, but tomorrow. I'm just going to drive it. I'm not going to, I'm going to try to figure out. So it's how like to a learn. friend, a friend, you're, you're getting into the psychology of I'm, I'm, I'm cousin. Frank comes by. Boom. Hey, Wally, um, you can borrow my car. Yes. You're not thinking like I'm going to review this car. No, I, I like no. that. I'm going to go drive it. Yeah. You know? And probably the first thing, the reason I don't do anything the first day and you'll understand when I say it, I have to decompress from last week's car ah. because what usually happens is like, uh, let's say last week or two weeks ago, I was driving a Mercedes C 300. Sure. Okay. The w- car we're reviewing right now is a 2018 Toyota CHR, the LXE version of it. Why? Uh, what's with all, why do they do? We need to keep, why do they keep Wally? I have to say just this. to confuse us. Why just do we, to confuse right? Us. <laughs> some of you are listening and you're saying, well, I got the XYZ model with the right, limited all edition the letters, of the BZ. Right. Why don't we just call it a Fiat? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, you, yeah, you could do that. But, well, it's because yeah. we wanted we wanted that. Well, we wanted different trim packages. Absolutely. And, right. Absolutely. Like like the, the LXE package here isn't the top of the line. There's one more above it, the touring mm. package, that does have a few more features in it. And a lot of times I get asked, well, what are the upgrades you know, beyond this? It's like, well, you know, I really don't know because I'm not driving it. You know, so, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, I, I've 10 years every week for 10 years, I've driven a different car. Well, well, let's make it official. Just so you know, we didn't pull some guy off the street. How many cars have you actually reviewed, Wally? You know, I'd have to count, but I'm going to say about 500. 500 cars. Yeah. Yeah. You guys stay tuned. We're going to dive into this brand new car. We're going to review it. If you're thinking about buying a new car, this is your time to call or maybe even a low mileage used car, 480-655-8870. Stay tuned. We're back with Wally Cahill on the new car review. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, we're back on Wrench Nation with Frank and Steve, our two-hour Wrench Nation, our premiere today, starting at 3 o'clock every Wednesday Right here on the Pulse, of course, the podcast on the weekends. 
FrenchNation.tv. You can always call 480-655-8870 or text. That's right. Welcome back, guys. Your show, uh, any car care issues, uh, perhaps uh, maybe you got that horn. You got that mysterious horn that goes off every time you take out a take out a uh, order at the drive through The horn just mysteriously goes, mysteriously goes off. We got your cure. Uh, not only that, I got to say this. We are just really grateful, not only for you tuning in every Wednesday now from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., but, boy, we've got to give kudos to a ton of great supporters of the show nationally, uh, our friends at Bolt-On Technology. Revelco. Uh, Revelco. Uh, so many of you have joined in our journey. And, look, I've always said to you, and Steve knows this, and we both feel this. You know, Steve, you put in a long day here. Uh, Steve does an amazing job here at the station, uh, does an amazing job with the students here. After all, you're an educator. And when we decided to go to this two-hour format, Steve, you were there 100%, man. And I want to thank you. You guys listening know. Glad to do it. You guys know that you're intimate with Steve over the years. You know, he does the morning show. And I know when we first started this journey two years ago, uh, you were like, oh, this is a car show. I don't know. But then we met. Exactly. And I, and I'm I, like, I like this guy. Yeah. And so <laughs> we just want to like say guy. that no matter what, moving forward, you know, we're not we're not trying to come across as, as sort of, you need to do this car no, care. No, we're no. family, man. And, and, you know, the show is all about community. And I just wanted to state that because two hours for us is a big deal. And we are so grateful that you guys have joined our journey. And um, just understand if you can visualize a little tear from my eye. This is this is an incredible show for us, and I thank you, Steve, and I thank you, listening. Glad to be here. Uh, there's a lot of noise. Honored to be part there's of. There's a lot of music. There's a lot of car talk, and yeah. we love them all. Yeah. We, in fact, and I I'm learning so much, and the listeners can do the same thing. Who aren't the the uh, the gearheads that you might be, Frank? Because well, I certainly I, am not. I'm not a perfect. I gearhead, have learned. I have learned. But we a lot. love. We love what we do, and so we want to welcome you back. We've got Wally Cahill, a new addition. Um, to the show, uh, as we spoke about earlier, we thought it would be a great component to really dive into the new car reviews. Uh, and as well, we will eventually get into some of those low mileage used cars. I get a lot of clients that come in who don't want to spend the money on fixing a car. And that's respectable. That's time. They've got maybe a new addition to the family and they want to get into a Toyota Sienna and, and perhaps they're not buying new. So we thought it was important to bring that element to you. Because a lot of you are doing that. And you, what's your recourse? Well, some of you may go on the internet. Some of you may know from a friend. Uh, so we want to make that. And we are really grateful to have Wally Cahill uh, in-house. So let's get to the car review. Enough of the emotional talk from Frank here. That's right. Tell us the car. What are we reviewing? <laughs> well, let, let me touch on something that you, that you just said. The average viewer or the average car buyer, I should say, goes to one2 dealers now that means they're doing all their research online what was it before it used to be five or six wow you shop damn you got a workout come on honey we're getting a workout that's right it was a whole day deal now you know what and this is interesting because the car salesman right now is told by the general Mm -hmm. managers when when the customer comes in there's a good chance he's going to know more about that car he wants than you know yeah, my wife. That's true. My wife. It. Uh, my wife handles all this because I'm. I'm. I'm a sucker. Is that the price? Okay, here you go. I mean, I'm bad. So my wife does an amazing job. But um, you're right. Over the last ten years, it, it's it's like we're armed. But I've run into sales folks. 
Uh, and I've, I've noticed that some, why is it they're not versed on where they need to be versed? What's, are they just not studying? I, I don't. You know, it's the industry. You know, you're, you're talking about, you know, why people, the consumer, you go in and, and it's, like a, it's like a street fight on what kind of, you know, what kind of deal you're going to get. Yeah. So unfortunately, I, I would say it was probably back in the late 60s, early 70s when the car dealers really got a bad name. You know, I mean, they, you'd come in. Well, they've cleaned up. I have yeah, to say. Yeah, they, they have cleaned up, but the reputation hasn't cleaned up. Well, it's like a bunch yeah. of mechanics. Well, Look let me, let me fighting, ask you about that yeah. because you're saying you might go in there and they tell you they might know more about the car than you do. Think of a salesperson at a dealership and there's, you know, 20 different models or whatever. And you're a buyer and you're focused on one model. You want that Mustang and you go into that Ford dealership. And you've done research for the past six weeks on the Mustang that you want to buy. And all of a sudden, thrown off key. This guy doesn't know what you're coming in for. Could be an F-150 or whatever Ford's selling. And he's got to know as much as you do. Or else do you feel like you're superior somehow? No. What what you do, and I've sold cars. Right. So I've been in that position. What you do when you, when you see that the consumer is really, really deep into the vehicle, right. you know, and they know more about it than you, you step back and you learn from them. Listen, right. Yes. And don't be afraid, you know, be enthusiastic about it. Don't be challenging sure. about it. Go ahead and embrace their knowledge and just go and when they, when they tell you something you didn't know, you know, d- don't hide it. Go, wow, I didn't know that. I'm going to use that on the next guy. Right. You know, exactly. and, and raise the sure. relationship up because that's what sells the car. Right. No doubt. And that's why, you know, we had Kathy Droz, her certified. You've done incredible work with Kathy uh, of her certified. She's out there saying, hey, guys, you can't just show up to your dealership floor uh, showroom at the floor and just wing it. You've got to dial into the consumer. So let's talk about the car that you're reviewing what is this gem of a car? Okay, 2018 Toyota CHR, the XLE model, like we said, it's Iceberg Radiant Green, which is a $500 upsell uh, option on it. But you saw it the other day, Frank. That thing, oh, okay, now. It had a lot of, I, I liked it. It had a lot of lines. It had a lot of lines. But and, I uh, sat in it, and I'm six foot two. I was super comfortable. That's right, but you didn't sit in the back. The back is, you know, if you have very short friends or... All right, so who... I We who, have listeners from all over. Who would be... Who's a candidate for a car like this? Now, let's describe the car, because we gave a bunch of alphabet numbers right there. <laughs> yes, um, yes. So this was a four-door... Yes. Uh, it's a four-door mini SUV. It's a hatchback. Would we call that a crossover? Smaller. You could. You could a little you, smaller you, than you that. You could. It's, okay. it's a two-liter, you know, four-cylinder motor, so it's not, you know, it, it's geared for the commuter, the young buyer, maybe the young family that's got small children. If you had, like, teenagers, you might be a little bit pinched in the back. What um, I liked what I liked was, you know, some of the smaller rides, look, let's face it, we're not out there comparing this to the Escalade where, you know, you're driving, not, a, no, you, no. you're driving a lazy boy on wheels, but I was comfortable. Yes. The seats hugged. I like huggable seats. Yes. Yes. Well, you can hug these seats all day long. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, these seats, no, these seats are comfortable. It's a comfortable car. It technology wise, it has all the technology that you want. It, well, even in your Escalade, but everything is miniature. And then when well, that, I, that's, that's, that's cool. Like, I think most people that are in the market for, I mean, I used Escalade. It's probably not a good comparison, but most people looking at that market, they get it. They know they're not buying an Escalade. When you say comfortable, um, you cruised with this on the freeway. 
How did it handle noise? A Pretty little bit of, you know, okay, it could use a little bit better insulation in it. And, okay. and like the difference between, uh, say, a Tahoe and an Escalade generally b- breaks down uh, from a noise factor to the insulation. It does. Yeah, yeah, we talk about that, you know, going from the door skin, the insulation in yes. there. And uh, what, so what's the gas mileage on this one? Gas mileage is right at 30 miles a gallon. That's it, a commuter it, car. Right, right. Yeah. That's a commuter car. That's, a, like I said, a young person's car, young family car or something. Good mileage, 144 horsepower with a, a six-speed CVT behind it. So you can shift it into a manual mode. The CVTs, you know, we talked about that a little bit while we were sitting there. Um, I call it a slush box. You know, well, CVT, well, I think what has happened, a lot of you don't know that what happens is we've got to, as manufacturers, they're fighting cafe standards. And so that CVT was a perfect way. How can we make fast and keep our gas mileage to meet CAFE standards. Now, CAFE standards, in a nut box here, people, is the federal government said, hey, by such and such year, you need to produce X amount of minimum miles per gallon. Right. I'm still confused because there's that, that, that sticker in the thing, and it said this, and we're going to get that in a little bit. But So you're saying this may be my daughter's graduating uh, her four-year. Perfect candidate. She's going to be perfect. moving. She's going to be moving into her own place, yep. small place. Yep. Um, she doesn't want a tiny car because she likes to, a couple of friends. Maybe she's going to, she loves her dogs. This car could do it. This car could, how big are the dogs? Let me ask you that. Oh, shit, they got fava fooey dogs. These are small. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So they're no, in the I'm not saying, It'd be cool. It'd yeah, be cool then. But I'm thinking this could be for her and it won't kill the bank because miles per gallon. I mean, gas isn't a killer right now, but it still adds up. Yes. Well, you know, and one thing about the, the younger generation they are very, very cost conscious, uh, conscious when it comes to fuel. Not like it's like us old yeah, people. We are. just oh, dude, blindly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two four barrels and then like, you know, <laughs> nail it. it down. Yeah. So this car is really uh, very economical. Nice. Very, very economical. 144 horsepower, 139 foot pounds of torque feeding that CVT. Let's talk a little bit about the CVT. Constant velocity transmission. Oh, gosh. Think slipper clutch. Remember, do you ever have a go-kart with like a mercury clutch on it? You know, and, you and, and but you don't feel the shift points. No, though. no. Yeah, it just no. kind of. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah. big rubber band. Speaking it, of shift, does this have paddles on the steering? No, it does not. All right. And, keeps, and thank God. I know. Thank God. They put paddles on everything. And paddles, frankly, are nothing more than a couple of little electronic switches. They're, they're solenoid switch type things yes. for the transmission. But like my wife, uh, we have the Ford Explorer, which we're going to get out of. And when she first got it, there's these paddles. She says, what, is this for the air conditioning? I said, no, honey. <laughs> this is so you can feel like uh, Luigi Vianney over in Italy with the paddles shifting, you know. But I think it gets people into trouble sometimes, though, too. Yes. Well, well, it's confusing, just like your wife thought, didn't know what it was for. So Lots. imagine you're driving down the road. You don't have a mechanic uh, husband to ask about it. And you start, like, clicking buttons thinking something's going to happen. You're going to be shifting that transmission up and down. Up isn't so bad. Down, maybe so. You don't want to over-rev that motor. You lug it, you go through engine mounts. We see that in the garage. But just so you know, when my wife asks me something mechanically, I don't know nothing. I don't, it's like my neighbors, they don't know I fix cars. I don't. When I'm done, I'm done. But, but you make a point about those paddles. So this is cool. Let's recap. What kind of Toyota are we talking about? Okay, Toyota CHR. Where so, can we find? Okay, I shopped around. The best selection. Oh, and the wait best- a minute. You mean as a part of your distinguished contribution you've done the sh- the shopping too absolutely oh I, snap I, are you listening for that 
Yeah, That's you're nice. saying that is nice. So tell us, people who listen, you got them a little interested. How much and where? Okay, MSRP. We talked about that. Manufacturer's suggested retail price twenty two thousand five hundred dollars, as tested with all the the features that this has in the XLE package is twenty four thousand nine hundred and sixty nine dollars. Less than twenty five. Yes, less than twenty five. Now, if you head down to Big Two Toyota, what less than more than less than? But you less 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 less. Oh snap! Less, Go ahead. Less less less. Okay, so so we're looking at about a twenty five hundred dollar difference between the MSRP and the as tested price, right? Go in there. You can get it for MSRP right now. And oh, wow. you, wait a minute. I, yeah. Those are the wait. That's twenty five hundred dollars. Wow. That's twenty five hundred dollars. Now wait a minute. You you're going to get a better price there. With that Toyota at Big Two, but you also can get your nails done, something like that. Yes, you can get a haircut, you can get a mani, you can get a pedi, oh, you can get a snap. massage. Oh, we you gotta... can get you, you can get everything while you're there. There you go, Wally Cahill. We're actually going to put up the put that special up, if you will. We'll get it up on the website, on the Facebook Wrench Nation. Wally is with us, man. You guys got to hang. He's the real deal in car reviews, and it sounds like he's bringing us some good specials. We gotta love that. Stay tuned. We got uh, Greg Buckley from Buckley's Auto Care giving us the snowbombable weather report. Hang in there. Stay tuned. Ranch Nation continues next. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, Wrench Nation, two-hour edition every week now, Wednesday at 3 o'clock till 5 o'clock. In Arizona and, uh, you know, adjusted as such two hours later on the East Coast, That's one right. hour central and uh, one hour earlier or later. Oh, my goodness. A whole smorgasbord. You guys grew with us and we are growing this show. We're going to try to bring you as much value. Speaking of which, don't forget to get out to Scottsdale, the Salt River Fields, January 17th to 21st, Russo and Steel. It's actually great fun for family. D- look, don't feel like you ain't got money to get out to Russo and Steel. Go out there and have a good time. And who's this on who what? Wait, We've got, got the blue hand of Delaware on the phone. Yo, it's Mr. Greg Buckley. Welcome guys? back. Hey, welcome to the two-hour edition. I know. Congratulations. Thank man. you. What a milestone, man. What a milestone for you guys. Get a rocking it. Well, I tell you, we couldn't have. We mentioned it earlier. Frank had to get a little teary eyed and all emotional. And people are looking at me funny, but thanks to guys like you. Uh, so, if you're just catching the show, we got Greg Buckley. Uh, Buck, uh, Greg Buckley's been on uh, for close to two years. He's out of yeah. out of Wilmington, Delaware, a true champion, not only for the consumer in automotive service and repair and all things automotive with the car. But a champion in the industry. Welcome to the show, Mr. Buckley. You rock. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Steve. And uh, appreciate it, man. I love being part of this. This is this is exciting. You guys are really growing it, and it's just really it's really such a great format. Uh, everybody out there listening to Wrench Nation, uh, the two guys you got behind the mics right there are just really giving it all. Uh, putting out great information, and, and they bring in a myriad of guests, a great bunch of guests. Like you got Wally in there today, but I'm, I'm listening, learning. Yeah, Wally's oh, man, great. Listen to this, man. Wally, this Wally like, is a killer. He's laying it down, he just, man. So. He, we got all these dealership people calling now. That hey, don't tell hey, us the yo. secrets. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put Wally on no more. He's telling right. too much. You but know I mean? uh, you know, uh, I, I got a shout out to uh, you, uh, Greg, Wilmington, yeah. Delaware. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast, look, man, this ain't a perfect show, but I'll tell you what we have is a bunch of passionate people. We fall on each other once in a while, mm-hmm. but you'll always get true blue. And that's what you get with Greg Buckley, Buckley's auto care. So if you're in the neck of the woods of Wilmington, Wilmington, Delaware, you've got to go visit Greg Buckley. Now yeah, there you, you are. 
That was your little highlight reel. There now, what go, the man. people want to know. That. I'm, I'm blushing through here. <laughs> you tell? I'm blushing. We were talking <laughs> earlier about batteries and, and yeah. sort of, you know, basic stuff. And we're going to get to some more tips. But here in Arizona, specifically the Valley uh, of Phoenix, man, we don't relate to any snow bomb, abominable oh, snow. Oh, tell us, man, man. Tell us, by the way. What what is what is I mean what happened to Wilmington? Did you guys get hit with a bomb? I mean, what's up yeah, with that? We got we got a little bit of that snow bomb. The boys up north got a little bit more than we did, but my goodness, it broke down some single digit weather and actually uh, negative. Uh, we we reached negative three. Oh I think. snap! Uh, it was like last wow. last week the overnight. So you can imagine me getting up in the morning, heading to the shop. I'm just going, oh now now listen. Where's my electric heater? Where's my electric seats? Now, listen, Wally Cahill just did a car review, and he said that there was no temperature in that situations on the dash that allowed for negative that was sold in the southwest. Uh, really? That's what I know. <laughs> but uh, uh, So tell us, what kind of, like, realistically, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios wow, that yeah, one batteries. could drive their car in or actually tow it in. We, dived, we, we went into the battery thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we need to talk a little bit more about a tire and i use this because mm-hmm. we take it for granted um talk to about the tire issues what kind of drama will i have with my tires when a snow bomb hits well you know what if you don't have the proper depth you're going to have an issue right you know, it's like you your sneakers it, yeah. it's like your sneakers you're going to be slipping and sliding all over the place there's no question about it and two of the biggest things that we see you know the people who have put off purchasing a tire because, you know, maybe they want to try to get a, that one little extra uh, 30 seconds of an inch uh, of value, and it usually fails in either high snow or even like in us here in Delaware. We, we may not get a lot of snow, but what we get is ice. Uh, we get coatings of ice like we just listed, uh, two days ago. Mm. Uh, we woke up, and we had a freezing rain, put an inch of uh, ice all over the roadway and of course nothing's going to work on that but with with tires don't don't cheat yourself if you get down to 430 seconds of an inch and your technician comes out and says you know we really recommend a set of tires and go by the spec of the tire take a listen to them because it's very important in weather like this now, now here's a phrase for you that most mm-hmm. of us here in arizona um we need a drink after hearing this snow mm-hmm. chains well what about snow yeah. chains What's your, some of us are yeah, listening. You know, I, I got to tell you what's happening, real quick, yeah. Greg. Right now, we got our first rain yesterday. Wally, okay. did, did rain yes. out you? Yes. And, and, and people, I mean, we're doing like the Indian Native American rain dance <laughs> out there. It was crazy. We haven't seen rain, what, Wally, in 200, oh, 200 days or something? Something like that. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, the weather wow. people, they're doing like, like five months. The weather people, they're doing the casino report. Instead of doing the weather, they have to find new work to do. They just <laughs> So we got our first rain, which guess what means? You got floods. Well, what? Well, no, yeah, we get. No. Wasn't that bad? Slippery, it's slippery, slippery okay. but no okay. more so yeah, to yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the oil rises on our yep. pavement. Well, it's yeah. horrible. We do. That's more monsoon. But mainly, what when I mentioned in the snow chains and stuff, we go an hour and a half, two hours north. We got snow. No, yeah. And yeah. you are listening right now. You're saying, "Oh, we got snow in Flagstaff. We're going to go up north," <laughs> and that's why I bring up snow chains and right. tires. Because tell us about the snow well, chains. Well, you know, I don't get, know. Snow chains, we haven't had snow chains here, at least not in my 
immediate region for man, it must be decades. I and mean, I remember as a kid growing up, well, you know, first time, first fall comes in, first snowfall, man, we spent up till yeah, midnight or so putting people's chains on, wrapping them up. Oh man, they're but not anymore. Man. Not anymore. No, now you know some extreme situations. I believe there still are some studded snow tires that are available. If you're talking your mountain ranges where you're dealing with feet of snow instead right. of inches of snow. Yeah, that could be a reason to have studs on your tires, but they are only for that region. Um, in most states, I believe that studded snow tires after a certain period are illegal. You're not allowed to have them on the road because of That's the damage true. they do. Oh, yeah. snap. You don't need to be going to jail for the, the studded being tires. A stud. no, being a sir. stud. <laughs> yeah, so if you headed out to Flagstaff here locally, we would just tell you, and I know the rest of you listening from other parts of the country, we sound retarded, right? Oh, they're going up to the snow. They don't know what they're doing. But a lot of us in the valley, I'm one of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head up to the snow. And just yeah. make sure you take time out, check the tires. Now, one more thing. We only got about a minute left. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the wild and wacky news, tell us, do we have to be worried about fuel and starting our car? You know, we talked earlier, Greg, that we're wasting, we're probably wasting a lot of fuel. Do you, I mean, unless it's a carburetor with a fuel injected vehicle, any, Here's, yeah. You know, I, I, that's funny because there's, there's a big debate on that on how, how often do you have to warm your car up or how long should you let your car warm up under any circumstances. If you properly maintain the vehicle and got the right oil viscosities in there, all right, you can cut your warm-up time down. But it's like anything else. As a car ages, my belief is, and this is my practice as well, is that start the car, right, and while you're buckling up, adjusting your mirrors, getting all that done, all right, by the time that, that time elapses, you're over a minute. And that's proper. That's good time to then put it in drive and go. That's as much warm-up time as you need. You know, you don't need to sit there and let it go for 5, 10, 15 so minutes. So just I think the that process is we got to just slow it down. Even with a modern machine, you know, Wally yeah. talked about this new Toyota. You, you, you still got to just, I think we need to just take care of our stuff you and do. take time. You do, need to, you do need to let it warm up. I mean, I, and especially if you're short trips, like here, you know, a commuter might spend three miles from a cold start to a cold shutdown. The engine might not even reach proper temperature. Well, that's not good for a car. So my suggestion is, is when we get into these temperatures, at least in my region now, in cold regions, you warm up for a couple minutes, and before you shut the car down, you let it idle down for a few minutes. And well. it's really just a matter of Getting yourself safe behind the wheel. Remember, drive safe, drive smart. That's right. You know, drive safe, drive then, smart. Greg, yeah. you are a rock star. And by the way, it's uh, I'm showing 39 degrees with, a, with about a three-mile-an-hour wind out there with 70% humidity yeah, in Wilmington. We're going to hit 60 here soon. You guys visit with uh, Greg Buckley out of Wilmington, Delaware. As always, we appreciate you hanging. All right, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next week. See you next time, Buckley. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. Well, all right. You know about Elon Musk. We kind of, we are on the Elon Musk bandwagon. We're a bunch of fans. I, You know, anytime Elon Musk does something, we got to know about it. You well, are the fan club. Well, I am, yes. Uh, after popularizing that solar energy and electric cars, you know about Tesla. Uh, he's announcing, he's creating an upscale a group of convenience stores at the supercharger stations. Uh, he's unveiling not just that, but he's also doing a drive like through movie theater restaurant. Can you believe it? A throwback to the future. Uh, Elon Musk on Twitter, boy, he teased everybody out. He says he's going to put an old school drive in, roller skates, rock restaurant at one of the newest stores located in LA. Go figure you got to go to LA for that stuff. There is your weird automotive news. That's going to do it for Wrench Nation this week. Back next Wednesday, 3 o'clock, our two-hour show right here 
on 88.7 The Pulse. The, the podcast goes up on Sundays, WrenchNation.tv. That's right. As we say, we love you guys uh, visiting the show. Get onto the podcast. Remember, Wrench Nation Facebook, we're posting up a video. We'd love to have you. We're talking about the Hootenannies of Rust in the garage. We got further car care tips. Big shout out to Wally Cahill. We'll have that car review on Facebook. And as I say every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.